Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Stephen. My name is Jerry. And we are here to make some predictions for the 2023 Panthers season. Uh, it's game week, Jerry. It is officially hey. game week. I know. Slap me silly and call me Susan. All right, Susan. Well, we are one week away from the Panthers <laughs> playing their first game. Uh, we're recording this on t- Sunday, so uh, the uh, first college games of the year have gone off and some really fun games yesterday, but we are ready for NFL football. Yes. Yeah. Guys, it's here. I can't believe it. We get to finally see what this team really is because I, I don't think this team has shown what they were going to do in this preseason. I think this was a hold the cards close to the vest. We have the NSC South right on the doorstep of week one and two. Let's just get through it clean. Let's get through it learning a few things about our players, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they, we were we have been told over and over and over again that this is not the offense that we would see in the regular season. Mm-hmm. It was not the defense that we would see in the regular season. We haven't seen – Brian Burns, we haven't seen Justin Houston. We barely saw, you know, what, 24 passes of Bryce Young. I mean, he's going to probably throw more than that in the first game. Like, it's, it's, this is a new team, and we're ready to see what they've got. Um, we did go through some cuts. We talked about that on our last episode. Uh, a lot of those guys have been signed back to the practice squad, and the Panthers actually claimed a few guys that were cut from other teams over the weekend, or over mm-hmm. the last few days, I should say. And with that, they had to release a few of our own guys that thought they made the team but didn't. Yeah, um, unfortunately. If we want to go <laughs> ahead and start with those waiver claims, we have guard Calvin Throckmorton. Love that last name. Mm-hmm. The player himself is a little less exciting. Uh, yeah. Uh, linebacker Clauden Chorellis from the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh and cornerback Deshaun Jamison from San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, Throckmorton is kind of a versatile guy, not somebody that we hope is starting, but a depth piece. Yeah, I looked at his PFF grades, and he gave up quite a bit when he was there. Now, again, that's a different scheme and everything, but it still makes me a little worried. I mean, there's a reason all these guys were cut, right? Like they're not, yeah, they're not the the best of the best. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Jameson looks kind of interesting. He's, you know, made some good plays in his uh, in his college career, especially. Um, so I'm excited to kind of see what he can do if he stays on the team. Um, and then I don't know much about Claudin Chirellis, so yeah. we'll just kind of have to see. But one of the guys that got cut from the Panthers, kind of buried the lead a little bit here, Matt Corral. No longer a Carolina Panther. How you feeling nope. about that? Well, he was actually claimed by New England Patriots. Yeah. Who we traded up to get. Yeah. We gave him this year's third to draft him. So now they got the pick that we used and the pick that they used to draft somebody else. Yeah. And he's, it's just. Yeah. I, uh, classic Patriots, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they do crap like this all the time. But yeah, I mean, they, you know, they claimed him. So. Currently, he and Mac Jones are the only quarterbacks on that roster. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously, they saw something in him enough to to claim him on on their actual fifty three man roster. Do you wish that he would have come back on the practice squad? I mean, right now, yes, because we have 
Andy Dalton and Bryce Young. And usually you want another guy as an emergency guy that knows the offense or kind of can be groomed here. I yeah. mean, I know Bailey Zappi already signed with the Patriots, but that would have been a really fun one to kind of sign since he has shown better. But I mean, he's, can't really... he's on their practice squad. We could technically sign him off their practice squad. But I don't know if you would do that now. I, I just don't. Probably not. I mean, not, it seems like they're comfortable going into the season with two quarterbacks. We don't even have one on the practice squad right now. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if something happens, God forbid. Maybe Luton will or, be signed to the practice squad or someone else. Maybe. I mean, bringing Jake and Eason back or I think uh, – you know who it's going to be, right? P.J. Walker. Got the P.J. Walker yeah. is coming back. <laughs> he got signed to, was it the Browns practice squad or somebody? He's, oh, was he? he? Yeah, he's signed to somebody's squad out there. But, yeah, um, speaking of the practice squad, the, the Panthers did make some moves. Oh, also, Stephen Sullivan was placed on injured reserve. Uh, he's eligible to come back in four weeks or five uh, weeks, I Real guess. quick before, I caught in Chalice. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these guys are always – like very young, like yeah. this year, uh, him and Deshaun Jameson were undrafted rookie free agents. Yeah. But I will say with Chairless, he did have a good preseason where he had a really good PFF coverage skill. So I'm kind of curious if maybe that's why he's 6'2", 230. Maybe okay. they think they can mold him into more of a coverage linebacker for this team because I don't think we have much in that regards. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew uh, Jameson was, uh, you know, a young guy, but okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah, so Sullivan's on the injury reserve, and then I, I don't remember who the other. I think Wooten was the guy that got ended up getting cut. Yeah, um, it was Wooten who got cut, um, yeah. as well as Derek Wright got caught as well. Yeah, and both of those guys signed back to the practice squad, uh, which is nice. Uh, additionally, Justin McCray, Deontay Brown, J.D. DiRenzo. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Spencer Brown, Raycon Williams, Taylor Stallworth, Iku Leota, Jordan Thomas, Eric Rowe, Stanley Thomas Oliver, Mark Milton, Joshua Corbin, and David Sharp all signed to the practice squad. So those are the guys. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think uh, Raquan Williams could easily make his way back onto the roster. Deontay Brown could easily make his way back onto the roster. Um, Spencer Brown, maybe, I mean, if one of the RBs goes down, could easily make his way back onto the roster. Eric Rowe, Justin McRae, Rowe, yeah. all these guys, Stanley Thomas Oliver, easily, in my opinion, can sneak back. And I say sneak back, work themselves back to the roster with injuries yeah. or anything. I really do like <clears> the <throat> fact that they can sign so many players to the practice squad, especially veterans now. Thank COVID for that. Yeah, I, I think it's a great situation <laughs> yeah. for A, the players, and B, for the teams themselves. Like Eric Rowe, I mean, he's a veteran. He's good. He's solid. He just didn't match up with right now, but somebody else can use him eventually, preferably on this team if something yeah. happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, Frank Reich came right out and said, hey, some of these guys are going to make it back on the squad. It just, it always happens, right? I mean, we see injuries happen every year. Heaven forbid there are too many of them, but some of these guys are going to come back. And mm -hmm. that's what the practice squad is for. So uh, additionally to practice against. So, you know, we've got some decent players 
on that practice squad that's going to make our players better going up against them in practice every week. So lots of lots of positives there. Yeah, 100%. Like we just discussed, it was a simple fact of I had McCray, uh, Raekwon Williams, Eric Rowe, Stanley Town. I don't think I had Stanley's, but those guys were the guys – I thought could easily make this roster without a hesitation. Yeah. Batten and I. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. We, you know, we were a little hit on hit or miss on some of our picks there, but I, I think mostly we did a pretty good job and they're back on the practice squad. So I'm going to give you the W for all. Yeah. Those I'm just saying like <laughs> the, the, the roster's solid. I mean, we hope so. We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jerry and I are going to use the force. And we're going to try to make some predictions here for the 2023 season. In the past, we have gone week by week through the schedule and predicted wins and losses. We're not really going to do that here. That gets a little tedious, right? I think it gets a little mm-hmm. not. It's not super fun to listen to. So we're going to do some different predictions today. We're going to talk about the record. Uh, overall, we're going to kind of give our predictions there. And then we're going to just kind of talk some other fun awards and stats and things that we think we might see. Uh, and then maybe we each have some special stuff at the end. We'll see. But um, I say we just kind of kick it right off here, Jerry. What do you think the overall record for the Panthers is going to be in 2023? See, I didn't know you were going to do this, so I thought we were going to go, but I am going to go <laughs> nine and eight. I, I, yeah. I, 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 th- I see so many games that could be hit or miss mm-hmm. that it could go, and I'm going to go nine and eight. I, yep. I think that they have a really good roster, and I think that depending on Bryce Young, the conversion to the three four, I think they can win a lot of games. But at the same time, there is a lot of turnover that I don't feel comfortable just being like twelve wins. But yeah, do you think? What do you think their division record is going to be? Like four and two, three and three. I'm thinking four and two or three and three. I I think that New Orleans could split with them. Atlanta could split with them. I think the Bucks have a really good defense. <laughs> that you never know. It, it, yeah. That's not a knock on anybody, but like that defense is good. I think Arthur Smith is a really good coach in Atlanta. But that being said, that they have a great run team. But Derek. Uh, Ritter, I, I just don't. Yeah. I wouldn't trust him. I and as a Carolina Panthers fan, I know what it is like where your team is pretty solid, but that quarterback, if they can hold, they can anchor a team. And Dennis Allen, I think, is just not a good head coach. So they yeah. have the Saints have the best roster, top to bottom, in my opinion. But I also think they have probably the third or fourth worst coach in this division. Because I don't think Todd Bowles is that good either. Yeah, uh, well, you know, yeah. It, it, the, the reason that I didn't really want to go through the, the schedule is because I just, I don't know really how good our team is going to be. And I don't know how good the other teams in the division are going to be either. Uh, no. Like you said, I mean, it's, it truly does feel like it's up in the air as to mm-hmm. how, go- how good any of these teams are going to be. Um, 98 was also kind of what I was thinking. Um, so I'm going to stick with that as well. Um, I, uh, ceiling wise. I mean, I, 
I struggle to see them winning more than 10 or 11 games just because of rookie quarterback, underwhelming receiver core, um, you know, questionable corner health, brand new coaching staff, brand new schemes, uh, you know, just going to be working through a lot of things as the season progresses. Floor wise, though, I don't see them winning less than like maybe six games. I think there's. I think the scheme is good. I think Bryce is going to be good. Um, the defense, I think, is going to carry the team. Yeah. Not only that, you look at these opponents, especially for the first six weeks. I mean, besides our division, which we, we just kind of clipsed yeah. on, Seattle, playoff contender. Minnesota, playoff contender. Detroit, yeah. playoff contender. Miami, playoff contender. Houston, Indianapolis, okay, those should be wins. Chicago, playoff contender. I think that's a win, but, you know, uh, people have high hopes for them. Dallas Cowboys, playoff contender. Tennessee Titans, don't know what they're going to be. And Green Bay, I would say playoff contender. Jacksonville, playoff contender. The the Titans are really well coached, so you know they're going to be – Mm-hmm. At worst, feisty, right? Like, yeah, like they're not gonna be. They're gonna, not gonna roll over for any team. But yeah, I mean, the the schedule is, uh, you know, it, it gets, it's, I don't know. Again, it's hard to say, <laughs> like, because we don't know what our team really is. No, it's it's just really it's really hard to say. But I think what we can say is that I don't think we're gonna be beating ourselves. I think. Bryce is not going to turn the ball over a lot. Now, uh, the defense is going to keep us in games. Uh, so I think that there's going to be a lot of close games. I think it's going to be an exciting season. I just don't know that it's going to be a 13 win season, right? I, I don't see that. I don't either. I don't, see, especially with that schedule. I know that the Ozmaker says that this is an easier schedule, but looking through it, I don't see that. I, I guess it's because our division was so bad last year. But. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that you, you know, they're, they're looking at six games that are against teams that were all under 500 last year. Right. Just mm-hmm. right off the bat. And then you've got other teams that maybe underperformed last year or are getting better this year, but their record last year wasn't great. So, yeah, a lot of the teams that we're playing, like I, you know, I see them being better than they were last year. And a few teams I see being worse. But, you know, we've got the Bears who are going to be better. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can't be much worse than the number one overall pick, and yeah. they, they now have DJ Moore and some yeah. competent players. So, I mean, I you know, I I, I don't see how they're going to be worse than they were last year. So, they're definitely going to be better. But yeah, um, okay. So we both have nine and eight. Do you think the team makes the playoffs? Mm. I'm gonna say yes, because I think this. Div- mm. The NFC is not the best. I think this division is not the best. That I could see them sneaking in with a wild card or winning this division. Yeah. Unfortunately, I see them just missing out. I think it goes down to the last week, and they just don't get in. And you think you have nine wins? Doesn't get mm-hmm. in? I think with the seventh seed now that they, they will get in with nine wins. I Yeah, I think it's right there. Like I said, I think it goes down to the last week. Uh you know, obviously, I don't know. Are they losing in a tiebreaker? Is does the seventh seed have ten wins? I have no idea, but um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I really want them to make the playoffs. Obviously, don't lie. 
yeah, yeah. I, just, I can't stand this team. No, I mean, four years recording a yeah, podcast it's, on them. It's all been it's all been so I can do this. Um, yeah, I I just I don't know, man. I don't like the wide receiver core. I just don't think that the skill positions are good enough right now. And they could make some moves, you know, in the season, make some trades. Shark could stay healthy the whole time and and have twelve hundred yards. I mean, these things are possible, but I'm just not impressed by those guys right now. Yeah, right now I agree with the wide receiver core is a big, big yeah the anchor right now, as well as the offensive line. If they play like they did in the preseason, I'm I'm holding out hope that that was more of them trying test out new schemes and stuff like that mm-hmm. fingers crossed but the receivers weren't getting separation even if they were vanilla routes you're a pro you should be getting somewhat open yeah we didn't see you know we didn't see a ton of shark um we didn't see a lot of tmj but what we did see of tmj i wasn't impressed by right mingo's still a rookie he's gonna get better as the season goes on but off the, out the gate, he may not be – he's not going to be polished. He's not going to be yeah. nearly where he will be by the end of the season. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I just uh, – uh, I, I think there's a, well, there's a cap on how good the team can be. Yeah, and I think Chenault is a, another question mark that I think could be really good in this scheme of, you know, letting the players <clears throat> make plays after the catch. And, again, Bryce is still a rookie. I mean, as much as – I like him and everything else. Like, it is what it is. Well, speaking of Bryce, Jerry, Mm -hmm. let's predict his stat line. Let's, uh, hold on. I've got one here. Oh, I see much success in your near future. Okay, so is is it going to be a successful season for Bryce? I'm going to go first this time. I've been letting you go yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, you went. I went um, first last time. Go for it. So I, I see Bryce having a good season, a very good rookie season. I, he's not going to have a Cam Newton rookie season. He's not going to throw for four thousand yards. I don't think, mainly because he doesn't have a Steve Smith on this team. He doesn't have a Greg Olson on this team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, things that despite what everyone loves to say about how Cam had nobody to ever throw to in his career, he did have a good, pretty good core in his rookie season. Uh, Bryce doesn't have that. I think Bryce is going to go throw for like 3,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's that's my stat line. I am going to go 3,800 yards. Okay. So I, I, th- I think he's going to pass more for than you did. Uh, I would say 24 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. That was kind of where I was sitting at. So very okay. similar touchdown interception. I did yeah. have more yards, though. I didn't think he's going to crack the 4,000, but close to it. Who's catching those passes? Hayden Hurst. I, I, th- I mean, I Hayden Hurst have 1,000 yards? I, I, don't, I don't know if there will be a 1,000-yard receiver, but I do think that a lot of guys are going to be – over 500 yards. You think like there's four guys that have 700 yards and then yeah. two or three guys that are three, four, 500 yards. Okay. He's going to spread the ball around a lot. Yeah. That, that's He's going to have to, cause there's no alpha on the team. There's no alpha mm-hmm. wide receiver. Um, who is that top receiver? 
That top receiver, in my eyes, is going to be, if healthy, DJ Shark. I think he can go for 1,100 yards, 1,200 yards. If healthy, caveat, obviously, of, I mean, that's what it is. I think he's also in a contract year on a one-year prove-it deal. Mm-hmm. He's shown in the past that he can do it. It's just staying the healthy is the, his biggest issue. Yeah, I'm going to go Thielen. Um, and I don't know that that's a good thing. But I think Thielen is going to lead the team in receipt. Uh, he's going to be the top receiver, has have the most yards. And I think it's going to be like 950, something like that, uh, with eight or nine touchdowns. I think he's going to have a good season. But in terms of what you want your number one receiver to be, it's going to be a little bit of a letdown. Okay. Yeah. I get that. What's next? Uh, we have Miles Sanders yards prediction. And with that, um, go ahead and choose because I will say mine after. Okay. That's usually how it goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sanders, I'm actually more bullish on. I think he's going to have a really good season. I th- what was he last year? Was like 1,500 total yards or something? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um I think he has a similar amount of rushing yards. I think he's right around 1,100 rushing yards, but I think he's got like six, 700 receiving yards. I think he's going to be really, really involved in the receiving game, uh, and I think he's going to have he's going to be flirting with 1,800, 1,900 total yards this season. I want you to get out of my head right now. Uh oh. I want you to take whatever lock and key key you mm-hmm. have reading my mind. Cause I was thinking 11, 1200 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking 500 yards receiving, but again, same about the same 17, yeah. 1800 yards total, because I think we're going to ride him. I think yeah. we're going to use him on the run game. I think Bryce is going to use him in the, emergency oh crap Mm -hmm. let me dip out this pass to you you and hayden hurst and that's how it's gonna go and i think he's gonna have a really good pro bowl type of year that people are gonna be like wow he he put up some numbers in carolina this year yeah i agree I, i i do think he's i think he's being slept on honestly by a lot of panthers fans and you know not even to mention the national media or fantasy football people, or anything like that. I think a lot of Panthers fans are kind of underwhelmed by him, and I think he's going to really show a lot of people that uh, that he is a very good running back. I think what's happened is the past few years we had Christian McCaffrey, who hmm. dynamically is the best court r- running back in the league. Like sure. just, I mean, you sent us highlight or <clears throat> sent me personal highlights from the past years of him, and it's just like. The guy is magnificent. Yeah. But Miles Sanders, as much as I think he's a good running back, is a step down. And I think of that course. kind of fan base wise is is like, huh, is he that good? Like, yes, he's a very good running back, yeah. but he's not CMC. It's it is tough. I mean, it's unfair to Sanders, really. Yeah. Because CMC it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, when healthy, obviously, so good, so explosive. But I think Sanders is very good. And if Sanders can be 90%, 85% of what CMC was at his peak, that's a great running back. 100%. And we're going to be really happy with that. 
And, and I think we have a quarterback to deliver the ball out better, too, than what CMC unfortunately had to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. For sure. Uh, I don't even think that's that's even close. But, yeah, I, I mean, I see Bryce. If the offensive line doesn't come together like we hope it will and I expect it will, then that check down is going to be so valuable to Bryce. Mm-hmm. And Sanders, you know, he might have 700 yards. He might have – 90 catches right he you know he may have a ton of catches so <coughs> excuse me all right yeah i agree with yeah. that 100 percent. with sanders is he just kind of got the bad luck of following up yeah. a hall of fame type of top echelon style of player in cmc right yep uh all right moving uh, on move on move on most valuable player for the season. Mm, yeah, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, do you want to go first? Mine. Okay, uh, go ahead. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the coattails that I just said, Miles Sanders. Okay. Uh, I think I I understand Bryce Young is probably gonna be considered more most valuable, but I think the offense is gonna run through Miles Sanders, and Bryce Young is gonna reap the benefits of him having a good season. Yeah. I'm going to go Brian Burns. I think he will be the MVP of the team. Uh, like, I, like I said earlier, I think the defense, as the defense goes, the Panthers are going to go this year. And I think Burns, I don't know if this contract is going to get done before the season starts. I mean, they're still working on it, but the most recent reports from ESPN are that they are not close on a contract, which I have a lot of thoughts about, but this is going to be a contract season essentially for Brian Burns mm-hmm. if they don't get this thing done, uh, you know, and they can tag him next year. They can tag him the year after that. Like they, he's not going anywhere, but he's going to be really motivated in Evero's system. You know, I, he's going to have a big year, and he's going to have Houston on the opposite side on obvious mm-hmm. pass rushing downs. So yeah, I could yeah. easily see that, especially on defense. <clears throat> defense is just so stacked full of guys that I think could become. Yeah, a lot stuff. of talent. D- D- Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, like Jeremy Chin, if they use him correctly, like right. A lot of talent. Houston, you mentioned, like he could yeah. have uh, a ten sacks and Reddick play type. half the yeah. snaps. Yeah, he could have a Reddick type season from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I think both of those are, are good options. Um, what about LVP, least valuable player? Who, this, who's going to be the a, guy that disappoints? The guy that I, – I, I saw you put this one in here, and I was kind of thinking about – I, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I can't say Etor because he's already disappointed me so much. Like, <laughs> I'm like – Ah, that's what my parents has, think of me. There have um, to be expectations. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm not going to say Ian Thomas because no. there are no expectations. Uh, Dante I, Jackson. Okay. I mean, yeah. That's a good one. JC Horn. I, I just don't see. I'm worried about him. He hasn't looked really that good. So I'm going mean, to say had, Dante he had Jackson. A, he had a decent preseason. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go TMJ. Mm-hmm. I think Terrace Marshall. I just don't know that he's got it. I, I don't think it's a Kelvin Benjamin type situation, but 
it might be a, De- a Devin Funches type situation where he just kind of is a guy and doesn't really. I mean, but even Funches had moments. Yeah, I think TMJ's he has done the nothing. tools, but I, I see what you mean. Maybe yeah. he can't put it together. I, I think Sam Darnold has the tools to be a great quarterback. He just sure. can't put it together. I don't think he has the mental ability to put it together. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that. Uh, it, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know, man, like TMJ, he, he, again, he's got size and speed and hands and something's missing. Mm -hmm. Something's missing. I hope they find it. I really do. But if I got to make that prediction and he's a guy that there are expectations for, he's the guy. So, uh, rookie of the year, other than Bryce Young. Because we're just going to assume Bryce Young is going to be the best rookie on the team. It certainly is going to have the most uh, impact on the team. So outside of him, who do you think is going to be the best rookie? Uh, Rice Young. Did I say Rice Young? Oh no! I- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jerry. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Mingo. I think yeah. I think the obvious choice is Mingo. I think Zavala could be in there but I, I was looking at the offensive line i'm like unless somebody gets hurt which i i guess i'm maybe i'm just promisely hoping that mm-hmm. no one gets hurt on the offensive line yeah that he's not going to see the field that much but yeah i mean mingo is probably the obvious uh i think i am going to go zavala just because this offensive line I don't know, man. There's there's some kind of mojo. There's, there's bad mojo with it right now. It just doesn't feel good. No, and I think Zavala is is you know fortunately or unfortunately going to be playing a lot, and I think he's going to do well, which is fortunate. Uh, it just means that one of the other guys is not going to be. <laughs> it's just not either not going to be playing I mean, well or not going to be out there. Or Austin Corbett, Corbett takes Corbett longer may take to get longer. back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine if Zavala is playing so well that when Corbett's healthy, they don't even want to bring Corbett back. Like, I mean, that that could easily happen. Yeah, I mean, coming off I the mean, pup, like you have twenty eight days, I think. I mean, I don't know. Um, well, well, let's look at it as a positive. <laughs> I was going to say, Zavala but you got to so think well. about it. This is, there's a perspective of, hey, Corbett's free agent after this year, you know. <laughs> Maybe we just go with that. Yeah. I mean. Uh, maybe. Is is Corbett a free agent after this year? I thought he signed a three-year deal. Maybe. I thought it was a two-year, but I could easily be. Yeah. Either way, they, I'm sure they could get I'm sure they could get out of the contract after this year if he's not going to be a free agent. I'm not going to look it up. but um, Okay. Well, uh, do you have any other predictions you want to throw out there? Any other uh, categories you want to throw out there? I have one. Uh, I'm going to say coach of the year. Okay. Coach of the year. Are we including Frank Reich in that? No, Frank Reich. Okay. So assistant coach of the year, essentially, Mm -hmm. or coordinator. I mean, I feel like I'm going to go Evero. I mean, I just think the defense is going to be good. I've been harping on the defense this whole prediction show. So I'm going to go Evero. I think he's going to have a great year, and I think he may – be one and done. I could easily see that. I'm going to go Josh McCown. I think Thomas Brown's going to also have a good season, but I think Josh McCown's going to get a lot of love hmm. for how well Bryce Young's. Again, I said 3,800 yards, you know, 
24 touchdowns, 12, 13 interceptions. It could be higher or something like that. And I could yeah. see Josh McCown getting a lot of love. The guy's a media darling already. So, and I say that lovingly, like he's, he, he's just a guy people are rooting for to get a head coaching job. And I could see him getting a lot of love for it. And, and that's not to throw any shade on Thomas Brown, right? No. Like, Thomas Brown should get a lot of the credit if Bryce Young has a great season. Um, but if Bryce Young has a great season and the offense overall is kind of lackluster, which probably won't go together, but could, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I could see that. Um, I've got one. Who is the player that gets traded midseason? Terrace Marshall Jr. I'm going to go with Chenault. Mm. I think Chenault is just not going to find a place. As much as I like Chenault and as much as, <coughs> excuse me, as much as I want him to find a place, he just seems like such an odd fit, at least from what we've seen. Like, I know he had some success in Jacksonville, but he just. You can't have a receiver that all he does is catch screen passes. <laughs> like that's just I, not... I don't. I don't think that was him. I think that was the play calling from the I, preseason. I hope so. I, I I do think that. But we didn't really see him much at all in the preseason. Mm. Uh, and he should have been out there. I, I don't. Know, I don't know if he got if he got hurt or what. But yeah, um, I think Chenault. I think he ends up getting traded for like a seventh round pick or something. Kind of a, similar to what Robbie Anderson got traded for last year and uh yeah all right uh any other kind of thoughts before we wrap it up uh we need to go over our bryce young suggestions that's right we did get some do you have them pulled up i do have some pulled up if you want to help out um from happinger i I think that's happen injure uh (laughs) bryce up young I guess a play on ice ice up son. It's a lot better than a lot of the other plays on that. (laughs) I will say, because a lot of the other ones are just very. Yeah. I like it. It's a little much, I think a little too much for, for a nickname, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I do like it uh, in terms of like when Bryce does something that is just awesome or, you know, cold blooded or something like that. You know, just uh, as a as a phrase to call out, mm-hmm. Bryce up, son. Bryce up, son. All right, we got a few here. Uh, Bryce Cold has been a popular one. I've seen that from a few suggestions. I like mm-hmm. Bryce Cold. I, I like Bryce Cold too. I like it a lot. Um, Guru Bryce. Guru Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pass on that one. Maestro, the Maestro. I love the Maestro. I like that. I like the Maestro. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, mainly because I'm a Seinfeld fan and there's a whole maestro subplot, but uh, go check that out on Netflix. If you guys haven't seen Seinfeld, pretty good show. Uh, Megamind. Megamind. I I get that. I get the resemblance. Uh, Like I, I see the cartoon image Mm -hmm. in my head from Megamind to Bryce Young. Like you can warp it a little bit, but yeah, I I think Megamind might be hard. Maestro is now the, what you have to beat. Megamind doesn't beat Maestro. Uh, the Thinker. The Thinker. As someone who reads comic, there's a Flash villain called The Thinker. So oh. That's what I see. That's, okay, yeah. okay. I don't read comics. Uh, although I wish I did. The Seer. 
Young Sophist? I'm not sure what that is. I'm not sure what Sophist is. Um, the Conductor, The Composer, The Savant, Young Prophet, Young Scholar. I like Young Scholar. Dry Ice Bryce. Remember Dry Ice Bryce? We like that one. <laughs> I, I kind of like Dry Ice Bryce, actually. Dry Ice Bryce. I like Maestro. The Maestro. Uh, we have. Cool. We, we still had some from last yeah. week, too. Uh, Mr. Freeze, Professor yeah. B, Burt Ice. Also, Burr we also. Burr Ice. Uh, Burr Ice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm an idiot for misreading that. Um. <laughs> You're like, but ice. Hmm. I, I, I got another one from uh, Brian Burns called him Spicy Bryce. Spicy Bryce. OK. <laughs> On the latest con- Camp Confidential. So it's t- too bad that um, Cam's not still on the team because Cam would immediately have nicknamed Bryce. Nicknamed him, yeah. Yeah. I feel like. he. Yeah. I don't know. We're, like we're going to maestro f- young maestro, maybe the maestro. Uh. I we'll say to, we we'll throw keep thinking. dry ice price. We're going to throw them up on, uh, on Twitter, Twitter. And or by, X. by week one, we're going to come up with the nickname. We're going to go with whoever wins it. We'll just go with yeah. it. By the uh, way, I got, put up a, I put up a poll earlier, um, asking what people thought the record would be this season mm-hmm. for the Panthers. And most people said between eight or nine wins. Yeah, so I feel like we're all right there. Yeah. Yeah. I should have said that earlier. No, it's fine. We got less than a minute left to go. I don't yep. have my setup to say. So we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Mailmakes Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at mailmakespodcast.com. Like it's in the future. <laughs> please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we'll be back in a few days to preview week one. Preview. Week one. Yeah, a real preview, not just uh not uh, just, you know, yeah, these are guys we're going to 10 minutes watch. at the end of the podcast. Yeah, a real preview. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.